Bibles, if you would. With that being said, go with me. Uh, two passages of Scripture this morning in the New Testament. In the Gospel according to John. Just the Gospel of John, chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. And John chapter 20, beginning at verse 11 through 17. That's John chapter 10, verse 10, and then on down to John chapter 20, verse 11 through verse 17. Amen. Amen. And, and I'm asking you to have them already ready because we want to bring this into context and I want to bring the idea of what we're going to talk about today. So as soon as you come out of John chapter 10, I want you to turn right over to John chapter 20. So we can get a, some clarity on the message today. All right. Amen. John chapter 10. Let's start there first. Verse 10. The thief cometh not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly, Jesus says. John chapter 20, beginning at verse 11. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre, weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. And see of two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back, and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Jesus said unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, or taken him away, tell me, where hast thou laid him? And I will take him away. Verse 16. Jesus saith unto her, Mary. She turned herself, and saith unto him, Rabboni, which is to say, Master, or Teacher. Jesus saith unto her, in verse 17, which is one of our key verses. Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and to my God and your God. This is the word of God for the people of God on this morning. If you're taking notes this morning, I want to use for a sermon title, I want to talk about a life beyond the norm. Mm -hmm. A life beyond the norm. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the blessed name of Jesus, Lord, as we come to your word, give us hearts to believe and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the children of God assembled in the church with us today regarding the resurrection and life. 
Lord, we pray even now for this nation. We need you here. Many don't value life anymore. Their own, nor that of others. And we believe that it's because they don't know you. The giver of life. You give and you take away. And so we pray this morning that somewhere this message would drop into the ears, into the minds, into the hearts, to the spirit and the depth of the man's being. That they would hear what thus saith the Lord and see the need to change their life and their lifestyle. I know you can do it, and so we come to you. So I ask now, Holy Spirit, Lord, give me grace to preach your word effectively with power, clarity, and authority under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Speak, Lord. Your servant and your children are listening. In Jesus' name, let the church say amen. amen. Let's come on, say amen again. Amen. And amen. amen. You may be seated. A life beyond the norm. Resurrection Day, or what we call Easter, mm -hmm. is the most holy day of Holy Week, which begins with Palm Sunday. And um, I, I'm just, again, I can't wait until we get in the building because I miss us having our seven last words mm -hmm. on Good Friday. Amen. But here we are, nevertheless. But this being the most holy of holy days, it's God's affirmation that life triumphs over death and that Jesus has the power over the grave. And it's our assurance as men and women of God and that the powers and principalities of this world won't have the last say. Amen. Jesus' resurrection assures us both of everlasting and eternal life after death and a better life here on earth. I, I don't know about you, but I want a better life. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure some of you or many of you would like a better life. If, 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 if some of the ones that are doing the senseless thing they're doing knew that there is a better way, some of them don't know. Some of them really don't know there is a better life. There is a better way that they don't have to succumb to the things they are succumbing to. It's sad that Many of their surroundings, that's all they know. But there is a better life. Are you listening? And so, Jesus' resurrection is proof of that. He didn't tell us, now watch this. He didn't tell us here in, in, in the gospel to go make a better life. As, as many of us try to do. We try to make our own way. We try to make our life better. But he didn't say, go, you go and make a better life. He said, I come. That you might have life. And that more abundantly. And I believe that speaks to us personally. As well as a church body. The Lord wants us to be better. There are some things every church does well. But there are some things that we can do better. I may know I'm right about it. I thank God for the good we do. There are some things that we do good, but we can do better. 
because better is in you when you're born again. Mm -hmm. Unlike the thief who comes to take with bad intentions, only looking out for himself, the good shepherd, the shepherd, our Lord Jesus Christ, comes to give life to his sheep. And, and we see that in the resurrection. And, and, and when I say that we can do better, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking also directly to generations, but I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. See, Jesus came to put life into us, not take from us. And he came to seek and to save that which was lost. And he came to revive the dying zeal of his people and his church. Church, there's, there's so much unraveling going on in the world and in the church. I mean, people don't have the same zeal they once had. And, and, I, and I see that even in our church. You know, you know, people don't have the same fire anymore. They many, many, many. There's some that still do, but there, 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 there are many who still don't have the same fire. I, I understand COVID, but COVID should not take away your fire. Amen. Come on, y'all. No, no matter what going on in your life, and all of us have been through something. All of us have had some effects from COVID, but COVID doesn't stop life. Glory be to God. And, and so many have lost that zeal, that fire for God, that hunger, and that thirsting after righteousness. They, they've lost that. The world has, they, they've been succumbed to, to the world and, and, and many are returning back to their old ways. And, 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 and I'm, I just want to try to help somebody this morning to, to, to say that, uh, there is a life beyond the norm. Uh, many of you can't wait to get back to the norm. We're not going back to a norm. In case you haven't paid attention, things aren't the way they used to be. We're not going back to the norm. Glory be to God. Jesus came to give us life that we might be justified and sanctified even and glorified. Are you listening? <coughs> Let the church say amen. Amen. He came to give us life that we might have a life more abundant than the life we forfeited to sin. He came to give us something better. And I don't know about you, but I want it. Amen. He came to give us a life with advantage and without the fear of death and loss of hope and many other things. I, I'm, I'm convinced that many are committing the anus and senseless crime because they have no hope. I, I'm committed that many are turning away from the church and away from God because they've lost hope. I, I'm, com I'm convinced, church, many are throwing in the towel even in their marriages and, 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 and with their families and children. They're just giving up because they've lost hope. Are you listening? And, and, and so they, they, they think that or they feel for some way that life ain't worth living anymore. Uh, we talked about this with Solomon. It was his purpose for writing the book of Ecclesiastes. See, many feel that life is meaningless. And so they're just doing anything and everything to get by. Just trying to exist. But I'm telling you, life is meaningless. It's going to feel meaningless without God. Amen. Amen. That, that's why many feel that they have no hope. In, and they feel that life is useless. It's a waste of time. Get mine now while I can. You feel that way because you're trying to go on. You're trying to make a life for yourself without God. Amen. 
And Jesus said, I came to give you life. Glory be to God. People of God, we can do better. Say that with me. We can do better. We can do better. And, and, and I'm talking to generations in particular. Church, we can do better. Yes, we can. Glory be to God. Yes. Oh, I can stay on there all day and just close right out with that. Generations of renewed faith church. And I know that many others are watching from other churches and, and other wherever you're calling in from. But I'm speaking to generations right here. We can do better. I hope you're hearing this this morning. Better is in us. We can do better. And greater is he. Those of you who are not part of Generations family, you can become. But if you are a child of God, you can do better still. Amen. Because greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world. If you are a Christian, you are a new creature in Christ. You are a brand new person on the inside. There's no reason why we can't do better. But you got to choose to do better. Amen. Are you listening? The Holy Spirit has sealed you. If you are Christian, you've been born again. The Holy Spirit of God has sealed you. You're not the same anymore. According to 2 Corinthians 5, 17. All things are passed away. Behold, the Bible says, all things are become new. You are a new creature. Glory be to God. At the grave, when Mary went to touch Jesus after his resurrection, finally realizing who he was, Jesus said to her, touch me not, glory be to God, for I am not yet ascended to my father. Mm -hmm. See, Mary, watch this, Mary was still holding on to what used to be. Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. And, and I'm afraid that many of you are. See, so, so because things aren't the way they used to be, the norm has messed you up. Mm -hmm. Glory be to God. But I'm here to tell you this morning, there is a life beyond the norm. And, and God wants us to get to that place. You see, she was still holding on to what used to be. But Jesus uh, uh, didn't get up from the grave or he didn't defeat the powers of death, hell and the grave to leave things the way they used to be. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, glory be to God. He was making things better. Amen. He was giving us a better life. See, that, that's what the resurrection is all about. Thank God for the cross. But I'm going to tell you this. The cross without the resurrection is in vain. The cross without the resurrection is meaningless. Thank God he died for your sins and for my sins and for the sins of the world. But if he had just died for the sins of, our, of the world and laid, remained in the grave and not gotten up, it would be pointless. Mm -hmm. See, the cross needs the resurrection. The resurrection needs the cross. I hope you're listening this morning. Glory be to God. Because unless you die, then the resurrection has no purpose if Jesus did not die. But because he died and he got up, glory be to God, he got up from the grave. He has all power over the grave, over sickness and disease, over sin and death. He has all power because he got up. Thank God because he got up. And because he got up, then his cross, God Almighty, is beneficial to all who come to him. Touch me not. Or don't hold on to me, Mary. Glory be to God. This seemed to suggest that Mary was afraid that she was going to lose Jesus again. Uh-huh. And so she didn't want to let it go. And I know many of you are like that. You've lost some loved ones that are close to you. And you want to hold on to him. All of us do. And I'm, I'm sure, can you imagine these men and women that were walking right with God physically. Walking with the Lord Jesus Christ physically. They're walking with him. 
And, and, and so they, they were, when anything went down, they knew they could go right to him. They knew where to find him. He was right there. And so imagine Mary again seeing Jesus and, 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 and being able to touch him again. She, 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 she didn't want to lose him. She didn't want to let him go. But what she failed to realize, church, was that his resurrection was another step towards his ascension. And the promise of the Holy Spirit to come. And a better life for her. Oh, let me say that again. See, she, she, she didn't realize she was still remembering the way he used to be. The conversation they used to have. The walks and talks they used to have. But Jesus didn't die for used to. Call on my y'all better stay with me this morning. She failed to realize that this resurrection was another step towards his ascending into glory with his father. And, and, and the promise of the Holy Spirit could then come. She failed to realize that his resurrection presented to her, you, and me a better life. So if he didn't go, then the comforter could not come, who is the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus had to divert Mary's attention away from expecting the familiar. Glory be to God. She had lost sight, church, of the promise of a better life than the one she was still holding on to. I, 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 want you, I hope you get that. She had lost sight of the promise of a better life than the one she was still holding on to. Sounds familiar. I remember Lot and his family leaving Sodom and Gomorrah. And the angel told him, do not look back. And remember Lot's wife looking back and turning into a pillow of salt. Are you listening? See, she was still holding on to the way things used to be. She lost sight of the promise of a better life. Some of you may not have turned into a pillar of salt, but you're looking back into the old norm. You're looking back into the way things used to be. And, and, and so watch this. Watch this. You can't seem to get ahead because you keep looking back. And you're wondering why you're not getting ahead or maybe why Things aren't the way you think they should be. Stop looking back. You drive your car looking through the windshield, not the rearview mirror. Glory be to God. The rearview mirror is for backing up. The windshield is for going forward. It's time some of you take on a windshield approach in your relationship with Christ and move forward. Stop looking back, regretting what you think you lost. You didn't lose anything. See, the problem here was, as long as Mary could physically see Jesus, she had hope. Huh? I'll say that again. As long as she could physically see him, she had hope. But when she didn't, she didn't have hope. If she couldn't see him physically, she lost hope. And so Jesus had to correct her thinking, and many of ours even to this day. Don't cling or don't hold on to me. Look past the physical presence. And the present state of things. Some of you are looking at this world and the way things are and you're losing hope. No, that's not time to lose hope. It's time for us to band together and, and, and pray even more because we know that things are winding down. That times are getting closer. That, that's more time for you to look up. Your redemption draw nigh. Are you listening? Don't, don't, don't be discouraged. Don't go back to the way things used to be. Let go of the old and grab on hold to the new that God is doing. Because when he ascended back to heaven, the Holy Spirit 
would come down to earth and, and Jesus would be even closer than before. See, this is the message he wants us to get with the resurrection. See, we lost sight of him physically like they did, many. And, and so you don't believe that God is doing anything, that he's working in your life because you can't physically see him doing it. No, he's working even closer now because the Holy Spirit is in you. If you've been born again, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were born again into the family and household of faith. You are sealed with his Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is now in you. Emmanuel. Good God Almighty. God is with us. And yet we're still looking for the physical presence of things. Some of you can't believe. See, that's what faith does. Faith causes us to look beyond the natural. Look beyond the physical. And you can speak those things that be not as though they were. Stop trying to see a thing before you say a thing. I feel my help coming on. Glory be to God. Uh, we we, we want to wait to see the thing before we say it. I'm trying to challenge some of you this morning. There is a life beyond the norm. If you would just by faith start speaking some things that God said, you would see something. Speak those things that be not as though they were. And I'm trying to tell you, your life will turn around. Are y'all listening this morning? She had to have her thinking corrected. Just look at your neighbor and say, embrace the Holy Spirit. Come on, look at your neighbor and just say, embrace the Holy Spirit. He's here. I said, he's here. It's so sad that we hear a lot of preaching and teaching today, and you don't even hear much to talk about the Holy Spirit anymore. As if he's absent. As if he's not even a part of the body anymore. We don't hear, and this is what Jesus is trying to show him. See, because as long as Jesus was here physically, he could only be in one place at one time. Oh, glory be to God. Huh? But the Holy Spirit can be in all of us at the same time. He's omnipresent. Glory be to God. And so this is why Jesus is trying to let us know. See, you have my spirit. You can be everywhere. I'm with you always. But instead of us looking on the outside, the natural, we got to start looking on the inside, within us. You were born again with God's spirit. You got his spirit in you. You were born again with God's spirit. You got him in you. Let me say it this way. Maybe this will help somebody. When our mothers had us, when our parents had us, and notice this, a child has some traits of their parents. You know, certain things a child can do, and somebody that knows them said, boy, you're just like your daddy. Mm -hmm. Or you, you know, just like your mother. Or, you, you know, your, 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 your parents used to do the same thing. You, you have some resemblance. You have some characteristics you know what I'm saying? You, you do some things the way they do. You even, some of you even sound like your parents. Well, that's the same thing with God. You've been born again of his spirit. Listen, if he's, got, if you, if he's in you, you've got God's spirit in you, you it, it's no way that you don't start sounding like him. Amen. If you've got his spirit in you, there's no way that we don't see some of his characteristics coming out of you. Amen. There's no way that your personality don't take on part of his. There's just no way that you don't start demonstrating some of the things that he does. You don't start sounding like your daddy, acting like your daddy, looking like your big brother. There's no way if he's in you. What's in you will show out of you. Are you listening this morning? Here's the correct marriage thinking. You're looking at the natural when I have so much more to give you in the spirit. Glory be to God. You will never look for me again. How, listen, please don't miss this this morning. How would you miss, how do you miss what's in you? Oh, glory be to God. 
Some, some of you, some of you are missing what you already have in you. But you don't either know it or you don't believe it. Amen. So you have to correct the thinking. Touch me not, man. Don't hold on to this. I came to give you life. And that in abundance. The abundance is eternal life. I came to give you my spirit. So I'm with you wherever you are. So though you don't see me physically in the natural, mm. I am with you always, even to the ends of the world. I am with you wherever you go. Please get this in your spirit this morning. It will change your life. I am with you, God is saying. I got up. So if I got up, you got up in me. In him I live. In him I move. In him I have my being. Jesus got up. And so because he got up, call him out. We got hope. We're in him. We can get up. No matter how many times you get knocked down. You got getting up power inside of you. Oh my. Oh, I wish somebody would get this in their spirit this morning. You got getting up power inside of you. If you got born again child of God. You got getting up power inside of you. It's in you. No matter how many times somebody try to knock you down. You got the power in you to get up again. If you would just believe by faith. Put God Almighty. No matter how many times they turn you down, go back again. The resurrection is proof that we can begin again. God Almighty. No matter how many times you've been knocked down, you got getting up power in you. Go back and get up again. So what it didn't work the first time, the second time, maybe even the third time, but you got the power to keep going. He's able to do exceeding up. Abundantly above all we can ask or think of. You got getting up power in you. You got resurrection power in you. You belong to God. Can't nothing keep you down. It may knock you down, but it can't keep you down. You got the power. You just gotta start using the power. The preaching of the cross is the power of God unto salvation. It's foolish to them that perish, but to those of us who believe. It is the power of God unto salvation. You gotta use the cross. You gotta use the word of God. It's power. It's life. Good God Almighty, you got getting up power in you. Oh, I pray you're listening to me this morning. Oh, you got getting up power. Say, I got getting up power. Glory be to God. Listen, Jesus didn't want Mary to hold on to him and not let go. Glory be to God. Listen, it wasn't so much that Jesus was against Mary touching him. Thomas touched him after the resurrection. huh? So if he didn't want to be touched, Thomas touched him. But Jesus didn't want her to hold on to him and not let go. When there was still work to be done. This is why he tells her, he says, go tell my brethren. Good God Almighty. I ascend to my father. Watch this. And your father. And to my God. And your God. Huh? In other words, Jesus saying, let the family know I'm alive. Amen. Oh, Amen. oh, glory to God. See, see, it's time for some of you, children of God, to let the family know he's alive. So I might be going through something right now, but my daddy's alive. Call him my brother's alive. My God is alive. So no matter what I'm dealing with right now. I've got power in me and I feel it working on me right now. 
power in me to get up out of any situation. Yeah. I don't care what's bothering you. Good God Almighty. So what you got a bad report of the doctor? You got the power. Good God Almighty. To have that thing removed. You just got to start speaking those things that be not as though they were. Oh, I know I'm right about it. Huh? See, see, we, we so busy missing the physical of Jesus. And we lost hope. That's why many of you can't speak the scriptures with conviction. Ah, because you don't believe the power is in you. See, when the power is in you and you believe it, then yeah. you start confessing what's in you. But God Almighty, you start, oh, y'all ain't hearing me this morning. I'm trying to tell you. This is why when the Lord told his disciples, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Watch this. Thy will be done on earth. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's already in heaven. It's already done. You ought to just speak it by faith. By faith you bring what's in heaven down to earth. But watch this. If you learn that what's in heaven already came down to earth. It's in you. The Holy Spirit. He's in you. Your hope of glory. You were sealed with him. So what we got to start learning how to do is speak the word to remember. See, what happens is some of us have just forgot. Many of you aren't studying. You're not reading. So you've lost hope and you don't know the power that you have in you. So the word of God, the written word, will bring the living God to life. Help me, Holy Spirit, in here. I said the written word will bring the living word to life in you. So when you speak it, call them out. The Holy Spirit will bring back to your remembrance all that Jesus already told you and me. God Almighty, I know I'm right about him. I feel him all inside of me this morning. Glory be to God. Y'all better grab on this anointing. Extend your hand right to your cameras. Right to your phones right now. I feel it moving on me. Extend your hands and take this anointing with you this morning. Feel his power. Feel his glory. Feel his majesty. Feel his love. Feel his life. Take him with you this morning. He's in you. He's in you. If he feels like he's not in you because he's dead to some of you, he's not dead. He got up. He may be dead to some of you because you won't need his word. Let the written word bring the living word to life in you. Get in your Bibles. Open up your Bibles. Open up the word of God so the written word can come alive in the lip. Oh, glory. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying to you. Remember in John 14, I'm in John 1. Oh, glory be to God. Ah, in the beginning was the word, and the word was God, and the word was with God. He tabernacled amongst men. The word became flesh. Call him my Want to help somebody this morning? That you watch this. When you're reading God's word, you get in that word, that written word. Glory to God. The living word of Jesus himself will become flesh in your spirit when you read the written word. The Holy Spirit will activate it. He will bring back to your remembrance what God told you. He will make it alive in you. But many of you don't seem like he's alive because you won't read the word. Glory be to God. You ain't serving no dead Christ. He's alive. Somebody say he's alive. Come on, say it again. Say he's alive. He's alive. Thank you, Lord. But you're still holding on to the flesh. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Listen, listen, church. 
It's only by his death. It's only by his death and his resurrection that Jesus could bring those who believe in him into God's family. Only by his death and resurrection. So the resurrection accomplished a life beyond the norm for us. Dying for our sins at the cross would be incomplete without the resurrection. Are you listening? I said dying for our sins at the cross would be incomplete without the resurrection. Let me say this to you. Jesus is the only door that leads to abundant life. Abundant life is eternal life. He's the only door that leads to abundant life, which we receive the moment we accept Jesus as our Savior. Jesus made it clear in the gospel, all other thieves and robbers, all other doors are thieves and robbers. Stop being fooled by people telling you there's more way, more than one way to get to the Father. No. They are liars and thieves and robbers. There's only one way. It's Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. Are y'all listening? So be careful. Be careful of those who only want the wool of the sheep for profit. And the life of the sheep for possession. But not the sacrifice of the sheep for atonement. Be careful. Let me say that again. Be careful of those who only want the wool of the sheep for profit. The life of the sheep for possession. But not the sacrifice of the sheep for atonement. I'm going to point out two things. Before I leave you this morning. I'm going to point out two things. Number one is this. Following Jesus leads to blessing. Following Jesus leads to blessing and allows him to reverse the devil's attempts to block your blessing. Oh, I'm going to say that again. Following Jesus leads to blessing and allows him to reverse the devil's attempts to block your blessing. Glory be to God. You're not the only one that listens to your prayers. Uh, see, the enemy is listening. And he's listening for doubt. He's listening for fear as opposed to faith. But following Jesus leads to blessing and allows him to reverse the devil's attempts to block your blessings. The Bible says in Joel 2.25, and we've been going over this in discipleship class. In 2.25, Joel, he says, and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm. So what God previously withheld, he will restore in abundance. Are you listening? What God previously withheld he will restore in abundance. Somebody ought to say amen. amen. And if you look over in Malachi chapter 3 verse 11. Those of you again in discipleship class. Why well, I asked you to read all of that. And to go through that. The Lord says. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruits before the time in the field. Too soon. Are you listening? Amen. You can do a good thing the wrong time. Mm -hmm. That's why I stop, stop, stop trying to get ahead of God. 
He's going to prosper you in due season. Huh? There are five seasons. Spring, summer, winter, and fall. We all know that one. But there's also a season called due season. And your season will come. Your season will come. To everything there is a time and a season. Glory be to God. Amen. I hope y'all getting this this morning. Amen. So we, we, we ought to be living our best life. And that means following Jesus. You can't live your best life not following Jesus. We ought to be living our best life. That means following Jesus. The, the second and final point is this. I only have two points this morning. The second point is this. The more we give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit, the more we enjoy life to the fullest, meaning more abundantly. The more we give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit, the more we enjoy life to the fullest. Say that one more time. The more we give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit, the more we enjoy life to the fullest. And it simply means more abundantly. Again, listen. Jesus don't just want us to possess eternal life. If he just wanted to save you, he could have just saved you and took you home. He don't just want us to possess eternal life. He wants us to possess the full experience of it. Are y'all listening? Amen. We're almost done. Amen. We're almost done. He don't just want you to possess eternal life. He wants you to possess the full experience of it. He wants us to experience the goodness of God in our life. How many of you wouldn't want that? Uh, how many of you don't want that? How many of you want that? You want to experience the goodness of God in your life. And you say, well, preacher, I've gone through this. I've had this happen. We all have. But listen, listen, listen to what Paul said even over in Romans. And we know all things work together for good. But he didn't say they all feel good. Amen. Come on. But they're working together for your good. All things work together for good to them that love God and are the called according to his purpose. So he didn't tell you everything was going to feel good. And, and, it's, and so many people are under that misconception because you come into the church with your own preconceived notion that because I'm now in the church and I serve God, that everything going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. Everything is already all right. But he didn't say everything's going to feel right. That's why you can't serve God in your feelings. Amen. Come on, let the church say amen. Amen. The Lord just don't want to save you and just for the sake of being saved so you can just possess eternal life. He wants you to experience the fullness of it. Glory be to God. So you can experience the goodness of God in your life. I'm learning church and I'm experiencing even more. Even when things are not so good, they're still good. God Almighty. Y'all ain't hear what I'm saying to you this morning. Huh? E e even in bad times, I still see the goodness of God. Amen. Mm, glory be to God. Uh, even when things aren't going my way, I still see the goodness of God. Uh, listen, listen. You got, if, if, if you had, if you had, think about it this way. You say, well, preacher, how, how can that be, be, be true? Think about it this way. The same, the same rain that's Giving life to one part of the world is drowning out another part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh? See, see, no matter so how, it, it's going bad in one place, but it's doing wonders in another place. Amen. Amen. The same sunshine mm -hmm. 
that's, 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 that's giving vitamin D and life to one part of the world is scorching another part of the world. See, we, we, we don't understand. You say, well, why would God do that? His ways are not like our ways. His thoughts are far above ours. I don't know why he does all that he does, but I do know that what he is doing, he's doing for our good. Even if we don't understand it. Go ahead and say amen to that. Listen, we don't understand it, but the Holy Spirit will reveal and teach you through the scriptures. Get in your Bibles, church. Please, man of God, woman of God, child of God, get in your Bibles. Start reading your Bibles more. God wants us to live a life beyond the norm. A life beyond the norm. And it won't happen apart from the word. Amen. The Spirit of God. Say this with me. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Does the work of God. Does the work of God. Through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. Come on, I need you to get that in the Spirit. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Does the work of God. Does the work of God. Through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. One more time. The Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. Does the work of God. Does the work of God. Through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. Get in the Word. Come on, you got to get in the Word. You got to get in the Word so that Word becomes alive in you. So that, that, that right now Word, that rhema that you hear becomes alive in you. God don't just want you to get a Word and, 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 and just deposit it and put it away for safekeeping. Glory be to God. No, that, there's going to be some time you do need it. I hear you. Thy Word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So yeah, there's going to be a word there in your spirit when you need it. But don't just get all the word there and don't ever use it. No, God, God wants you to experience the fullness of it. Are you listening? And so the Holy Spirit will reveal and teach us the scriptures. He will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever the Lord has told us. Amen. He lives in every believer. If you're a child of God, the Holy Spirit lives in you. But watch this. Watch this. He lives in you, but we can grieve him when we say things and we do things that are contrary to God and to the word of God. You can grieve the Holy Spirit. When you say things and do things that are contrary to the word of God and the will of God, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. Church, the day is coming when God is going to make all things new. I said the day is coming when God is going to make all things new. But remember this. Jesus said, the thief, see the thief is only there to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so we can have real and eternal life, a better life than we could ever imagine, a life beyond the norm. I close with this, a life beyond the norm, I close with this. Now please hear me, I'll leave you with this this morning. We're all going to die. I said we're all going to die. Someday. But the resurrection means that there's hope from the second death. Don't miss that. We're all going to die. But the resurrection gives me hope from the second death. Eternal damnation. The wrath of God is to come. Are you listening? We all want to go before God. Some before the Bema seat, where you be judged according to your works, 
and then some before the white throne judgment. You don't want to go before God, white throne judgment. In the judicial system of heaven, where you got to stand before God without his son as your advocate. Glory be to God. Nobody want to stand before God without Jesus. His resurrection means that there is hope from the second death. Uh, remember Bishop used to tell us all the time, we used to hear him say, and a lot of you old preachers, you've probably heard it said, you're born once, mm -hmm. you'll die twice. Yes. Once means you just were born through our mothers physically. You're born once, you'll die twice. But if you're born twice, meaning you're born again, you only die once. Amen. Amen. If you're born once, you'll die twice. But if you're born twice, meaning you were born physically through your mother and you were born again, second time, born again of God's spirit, yes. you'll only die once. Jesus said you'll only be sleep. Yes. You'll only be sleep. And to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. You'll only be sleep. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. This is the promise of the abundant life. This is the promise of the life beyond the norm. The life, the resurrection gave me. That's this life. Mm, a better life. A life in all its fullness. Beyond the norm. Uh -huh. God bless you all. Heaven smile upon me. The Lord bless us on today. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand for praise. The Lord bless us on today. Amen. Amen. Oh, bless his name. Bless his name. I pray you got something out of this this morning. Amen. And that it, that it spoke to you mm. and share this with your loved ones, a friend, and let them know, you know, somebody you, you, you see that just like they lost hope. Mm. Let them know there is hope. The resurrection is proof. There, there is a life. You don't have to succumb to the one you're living if you're not pleased with it. Amen. There's a life beyond the norm. Amen. There's a life beyond the norm. We're not going back to the norm, but come back to Jesus. Mm. Don't just come back to the norms of this world. Come back to Jesus. Amen. 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 Come back to Jesus. You said, well, preacher, how do I find him? Well, mm. real, real short. Mary and Joseph lost sight of Jesus in the caravan. And when they realized after some days had passed and realized that he was no longer in the group, they didn't keep going without him, trying to find him. Come on, stay with me. I'm going to close right here. They didn't just keep going without him trying to find him. Are you, are you listening? Whoever this is for out there. They didn't keep going without him trying to find him. How they find him? They went back. Mm -hmm. They went back and found him in the temple. Mm -hmm. Go back to where you know he, he, he's going to be. Go back to where you left him. Mm -hmm. Go back to where you first met him. First huh? Go yes. back to where you first believed. Yes. Take me back, the old folk you saying. Mother said, take me back, dear Lord, to where I first believed. Go back. Some of you, it's time to come back to church. It's time to come back to Christ, period. But, it, but if it was in church where you found him, come back. Some of you, maybe it's time to talk to grandma again. Maybe that's where you first found him. It's time to talk to uh, uh, mom or dad again. That Maybe that's where you found him. It's time to talk to your pastors again. Maybe that's where you found him. I don't know where. But wherever it is you found him, it's time to go back. Come back to Jesus. 
Don't keep going without him. Are you listening? Amen. There is a life beyond the norm. Stand on your feet where you are. Let's close. I, I, I wish if, if you're vaccinated in your home and you're with your family, just embrace somebody. Mm. Just embrace somebody. So I'm so glad to see you. So I'm so glad to see you. Thank God for his resurrection. Amen. Glory be to God. All right. Let's close. Again, remember, discipleship class. There is no discipleship class after 2 o'clock hour today. There is no discipleship class. Go and spend time with your families. I'm asking all of our Facebook followers, please, please, please be safe out there. There are a lot of senseless things being done. Please be safe. Be aware of your surroundings. You're not a kid because you let your family know where you are. Amen. It's not childish to call somebody when you get to your place to say, hey, I'm, I'm here safe. Text somebody. If you don't want to talk, just text them. Say, I'm, I'm, I'm home. I made it. Whatever. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Come on. Let's use wisdom. God bless you all. Enjoy your evening. Let's close. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit empower and equip you all to thrive to the glory of God, Amen. to live a life beyond the norm. Yes, In Jesus' name I pray. Yes, Amen. Amen. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shalom. Go in peace.